Hello, and welcome to the Evie Prince series podcast. My name is Victoria Wright, inspirational writer and author of the Evie Prince series, a trilogy of books that tells the story of a 40-something woman named Evie Prince who experiences a life-altering spiritual awakening. Evie's awakening causes her to question her life and seek answers. As a result, she finds herself in a place that she never thought she would be, single, unemployed, and completely unsure of what to do next. This will not be your usual podcast. In each episode, I will read a chapter, then highlight key reminders that were included to help you, as they have helped me, on your journey of discovery and remembering what you know to be true, but have chosen to forget. To learn more about me in the series, please visit www.healingwords.online. Welcome back to One Deep Breath, a novel of truth and knowing. Written and narrated by Victoria Wright. Copyright 2022 by Victoria Wright. Today's episode is Chapter 11, Two Peas in a Pod. It was wonderful having Hendrik and Asia here with me on the island. Granddad welcomed them both with open arms. When Asia met Granddad, she took his hand, and I could see him melt before my eyes. They became inseparable. We spent wonderful days enjoying what the island had to offer. When I painted, Hendrik worked remotely, and Granddad watched Asia. She caught her first fish with him and Granddad taught her how to clean and cook it. She was better at it than I had ever been. Early in the mornings, Granddad would wait on the deck, and Asia would crawl out of bed and join him. He would tell her fishing stories and how the big one got away. Some mornings, I would peek out the window to watch them. Granddad was in pure heaven. Asia. Did you know that Evie was your age when she caught her first fish? No. Yes, I took her out of my boat just like I did with you. She cast her line, and just like that, she caught a fish. Wow, just like how I did it. Yep, but Evie did not like to clean her fish. I always had to do it for her. Proudly, Asia said. I cleaned my own fish. Yes, you did. I have a surprise for you. What? Granddad slipped a small fishing pole and reel from behind the deck chair. Here, this is for you. (laughs) Really? It's for me? Yes, when you come and visit again, you will have your very own fishing pole. Asia jumped up and ran straight into our bedroom, announcing that she had her own fishing pole. Daddy! Evie! Granddad gave me my own fishing pole! In a groggy voice, Hendrik gasped. Asia, did you say thank you to Adequan? Whoops! She quickly ran back out on the deck. 
Thank you, Granddad, for the fishing pole. You are very welcome, Asia. Halfway into their visit, Hendrick spoke to Asia's mom. Her mother was still experiencing health problems. How is she doing? Seems like this week has been hard for her. She misses Asia, and her health has not been great. Do you know what is wrong with her? She let it slip the day I picked up Asia that she's been fighting stomach issues. What type of stomach issues? She won't say, but when it flares up, it is hard for her to care for Asia. Luckily, her mom is close by and can help. Is she investigating this further? Not yet. I've encouraged her to do so, but I think she's scared. Understandably so. She is very guarded, so all I can do is be there for Asia. That evening after dinner, we went to the cliffs and got some ice cream and took a stroll on the beach. We could just see the red, red, white beam of light in the distance. Everything felt perfect. We walked hand in hand, and Asia lagged behind picking up shells and rocks. Daddy, wait up! Come on, sweetheart. We can't bring every shell and rock back to Denver. In that exact moment, I realized I was having deja vu. I had lived this wonderful experience before. The dream that I had over two years ago, walking down the beach, hand in hand with a man, and a small child calling to their father was this exact moment. <laughs> In a funny way, I knew two years ago that I would be with Hendrick. And I knew about Asia before he did. A warm smile crossed my face as we sat down on the beach and watched the waves roll in and out. Asia playing in the sand. <laughs> Everything was perfect. It seemed like time stood still. We were a happy little family. Asia crawled onto her father's lap and we watched the sunset. She fell asleep on the short ride home. After putting Asia to bed, Hendrick and I cozied up out on the deck. Evie, I need to ask you a question. Yes? Would you consider moving back to Denver full time? He paused when he saw the expression on my face. I, I am sorry to have to ask that question. I know it would be just as hard for you to leave the island and your granddad as it would be for me to leave Denver and Asia. Plus, I see the twinkle in your eye when you talk about your desire to see the world. My heart sank. We both agreed that we would create a life together, right? Yes, and I still believe that we can, but... But what? Don't you want to see the world with me? Yes, I do. But I have Asia to care for now, and I can't imagine being away from her. We were both guided that it would take focus and patience for us to create our life together. Evie, the universe's timing is different than ours. It doesn't mean that we will not live our lives together. It just means that the time is not now. There are things that we still need to do. 
Your journey is taking you in a different direction, and my journey is Asia. My eyes filled with tears. Please, do not worry. I know we will be together. I hope you share that belief as well. I do. I really do believe we will be together. Good. Then do not worry. When the time is right, it will happen. Evie, live your life. For so long you were living for someone else. Live your life for you and share your light with the world. I took one deep breath and looked at him with loving eyes. Hendrik Talisman, I love you. I know, and I love you too, Evie Prince. Even though there was an underlying sadness between us that we would need to wait before we married, we also had a comfort in knowing that we loved each other, and when it was time, we would be together. The remainder of their trip was filled with flying horses, ice cream, swimming, and playtime with Granddad. We loved watching Granddad and Asia together. They were two peas in a pod. The drive to the boat was quiet, and we both knew it would be some time before we would see each other in person again. Hendrik had his new business in Asia, and I needed to plan for my first art show in the Sunshine Studio. I parked the car, and Hendrik grabbed their bags. Asia held my hand as we walked to the boat. The ferry had already docked and the cars were unloading. In a few minutes, Hendrik and Asia would be boarding. I knelt down and gave Asia a huge hug. Thank you for coming to visit me. Did you have a nice trip? Yes, and I can't wait to come back. Granddad said we could go fishing again. I stood to say my goodbyes to Hendrik. He looked deeply into my eyes, his own misty. We embraced, and I could feel his energy run throughout my body. I didn't want to let go. A sharp pain stung my heart as we separated. It was as if he was taking my heart. He saw my face and stroked my cheek, then gave me the sweetest kiss. He lifted Asia into his arms, and we all embraced. As they turned to board the boat, he looked at me. Remember, I love you, Evie Prince. I love you too, Hendrik Talisman. Driving back up island was a total blur. When I pulled into the driveway, I saw Granddad. You okay, kid? No, but I know this time apart is for the best. Granddad came over and gave me a big hug. Hey, I want to show you something. Do you have time to come over to my place? Sure. I followed Granddad through the bushes. On his kitchen table was an album. We both took a seat next to each other and he opened it. Kid, I know I showed you the DVD, but I also put this together so that you will always know your family. We slowly went through the pages. Pictures of Granddad as a child with his parents, pictures of him as a young man, his wedding photo, and pictures of my father throughout the years. In addition, there were pictures of him dressed in his regalia. Granddad was such a handsome man, strong but with a gentle smile. 
My father had been the spitting image of him when he had been young. There were pictures of him fishing, in meetings, and pictures of my cousins and other tribal members. There are too many stories and information to share in one sitting. I thought that on the nights we have dinner together, instead of watching movies, we can look through the album. <laughs> that sounds wonderful, I told him. Hey, I know you're tired, and it's been a long, emotional day. Why don't we have dinner tomorrow night? Granddad got up and went to the fridge. He pulled out a container of chowder and handed it to me. Take this. I want to make sure you eat tonight. Thank you. I grabbed the chowder and the photo album, then headed back through the bushes. My vacation was over for the time being, and I needed to start planning for my first art show at the Sunshine Studio. Beth gave me a list of art enthusiasts who had attended her showings in the past to send personal invitations. The local newspaper agreed to do a story on me to promote the showing, and I would put the information on my website as well. Then, of course, I would create lawn signs leading up to the event that Steve would help me create. My inventory of paintings was the largest it had ever been. I had held back on sharing many of these pieces with Tatum, with the expectation that if they did not sell at the show, I would pass them on to her so she could share them with her larger international clientele. I needed someone to cater the show, and I knew just the person. Celeste, former high school classmate, now caterer, would be the cherry on top for my first show in the Sunshine Studio. Her business was going strong, so I cashed in a friend chit, and she was able to squeeze me into her calendar. How far she and I had come, from working in a t-shirt shop and quitting her full-time job at the bakery, to starting her own successful catering business, all within a couple of years. She was the one who had given me the idea of having my own studio and hosting my own shows. We had both been on a crazy, wonderful ride, and now we were back together again. Reva and Brian confirmed that they would attend. Hendrick would try, but Asia's mother was still in bad health, so he couldn't commit yet. Things were coming together and I was feeling confident that I would have a good turnout. The final step in all this preparation was to pick the piece that would be on the invitation and promotional materials. To help me decide, I invited Steve, Granddad, David, and Joanne to dinner. Afterwards, I asked them to join me in the studio. So the reason I asked you all to come out to the studio is to help me pick the feature painting for my art show. When I opened the doors to the studio, I had all of my paintings on easels around the room. Whoa, this is so cool, Joanne gasped. When did you find the time to do all this painting? Granddad asked. This was my winter project. So much has happened that gave me plenty of inspiration. I like that one, David said. He had chosen a piece that I had done after Mr. Frank had passed. It was a mixed-media piece that expressed the significant impact he had on my life. That is a good one, Steve agreed. Granddad chose a piece that I did after he and I had gone quahogging. Joanne liked a small painting that I had done that captured the joy that I had received after meeting Asia in person. Well, I was hoping there would be a resounding winner, 
but at least you all have narrowed it down for me. Why can't you put all of them on your invitation? Joanne asked. It will show the diversity of your work. Hmm. Never thought of that. Yes, I could. Thank you, Joanne, for the suggestion. She turned and gave me a big smile. With that, it's getting late and you two need to get home. Thank you for making the trip up island to spend time with us. Thank you. It was a lot of fun, Joanne replied. And David, if you want to show your work, I would be happy to make a space for you. Never know what might happen. Steve's cousin Beth allowed me to have a few paintings at her holiday show, and I sold one. Just saying. Uh, he stammered. Will people know it's my work? Yes, of course. <laughs> then I don't know. David, your work is amazing. I learned this a long time ago. Not everyone will like your art, but you shouldn't paint for others. Paint for yourself, and you will always be happy. Just think about it. Okay, I'll think about it, Steve announced. All right, Steve's taxi is leaving. Gotta get you kids back home. Good night, Evie. Thanks for a great dinner, and as always, Adequin, it was a pleasure. Thanks, both Joanne and David said in unison. Granddad and I watched as Steve drove down the road. Those are good kids. Yes, they are. They have come a long way. Granddad nudged me. So have you. In an effort to clean the house, I begrudgingly went through an enormous stack of mail. How did I miss this? It was a large white envelope from Tatum. To my surprise, it was a copy of the best Bali tourism magazine with my interview. She had put a sticky note on the interview page. Wow, look at me. It was weird seeing a picture of myself in a glossy magazine. I would admit, though, that I liked the picture. But how crazy was it to have people actually want to know about me as an artist? The picture of the painting leapt off the page. I must have stared at it for five minutes before I read the article, which was good, and they hadn't taken my answers out of context. A sense of pride came over me. I'm doing it. Thank you, higher self, for your guidance on this journey, and I look forward to what comes next. Tatum had left me a note with the web address for the online article that I could include on my website and to share with family and friends. Knowing that Granddad would not visit a website, I went through the bushes so he could see the article firsthand. What's up, kid? Hey, Granddad, I wanted to show you something. I handed him the magazine. What's this? He flipped to the page with the sticky note. Well, look at that. My granddaughter is famous. Well done, kid. Thank you. I was surprised by how well it turned out. I'm sure this will get you a lot of attention. When I was being interviewed, I put it out in the universe that I looked forward to seeing the painting in person. In Bali? Yep. Good on you. That's how you do it. 
Can I have a copy so that I can show it around to the boys? Sure. I'll stop over to the library and make one. Granddad came over and gave me a hug. Remember, there is so much more out there for you to see and experience. Enjoy it. Granddad, my life is completely different from what it was two years ago. Life is good. Doing what I love, finding love, and who knows what other wonderful things may happen. I know the question may sound crazy, but can someone have too much good in their life? Too much good? <laughs> what I mean is, haven't I gotten my share? Evie, there is enough of everything for everybody. There is no scorecard or big pie that measures how much good you can have in your life in comparison to someone else. You are deserving of everything wonderful and good. If you start thinking otherwise, then you're closing down, and you'll speak that fear into reality. Understood. I've never been this happy, and I want it to last forever. It's up to you to make that happen. When I was heading over to the library, I could feel my phone vibrate. Who could that be? Hello? Evie, it's Trinity. Trinity? Are you on the island? No, but I was reading the local island paper and saw the article that they did on you and your upcoming show. I'm so proud of you. Congratulations. Thank you. I wish you were here to see it. I'll be back later this summer, and I'll be sure to give you a call so we can hang out. That would be wonderful. So, how are you doing? I am happy to announce that I have found myself a co-op artist studio, and I've been selling my pottery. That is amazing news. Congratulations. Do you have a website so I can see what you're up to? We're working on that now, but when it's done, I'll forward the link. Don't forget my offer still stands on introducing you to my agent, if for nothing else than to provide some guidance. I haven't forgotten. I'm keeping that in my back pocket, and when I'm ready, I will cash in that shit. Sounds good. Best of luck and see you this summer. Now that was an amazing surprise. I hadn't heard from Trinity since last summer. It was wonderful to hear that she was doing well and creating the life she desired. Walking into the library, I was all smiles. What are you all smiles about? Barbara asked. Life is good and it keeps on getting better. Do tell. Well, my work has been published in a tourism magazine in Bali, and the local article on my upcoming show was seen by a friend out in Denver. That is random. How did she see it? Actually, she grew up on the island, and we met in Colorado. I helped her out a bit, and we caught up last summer when she came home to visit. So she gets the paper to keep up on what's happening at home. That is fantastic. Can never have too much good in your life. Funny. That is what Granddad just said to me, I thought out loud. Huh? What did you say? Ah. Uh, it's nothing. Can I use your copier so I can make a copy of the article for Grandad? Sure, it's back in the office. 
Walking out, I slid a copy of the article over to Barbara for her to read. Thanks for letting me use the copier. What, no movies? Not today. See you next week. Today's episode is brought to you by Healing Words Customized Meditations. Written for you and only you. To learn more, visit www.healingwords.online. Reminder, you can never have too much good in your life. There is no scorecard or big pie that measures how much good you can have in your life in comparison to someone else. You are deserving of everything wonderful and good.